This week, we're getting into all the holiday spirits as we see which movie takes the crown in this week's Flame Off. What is the best holiday movie? And look, we're not picky about what holiday or what spirits we're diving into, so let's look at them all, shall we? This is 24 Flames Per Second. episode of 24 flames per second i am your host quasi phillips and this week it's time for flame off where we try and find the movies that take the top spot in a new category every single time today we've got two amazing panelists here to help us find out what movie is the best holiday movie are these the movies you thought maybe maybe not but our panelists this week are here and ready to bring the heat and prove which movie is the best holiday movie i'm so excited um we're gonna jump right in this week because i have decided to consolidate the power to myself this week <laughs> and become the um the lovely decider of this uh, wonderful little battle um but quick shout out and happy holidays to all of the beautiful co-hosts who have joined uh this year on uh the flame off episodes it's been really fun um just a quick shout out to them and we will certainly have another person to help uh, in the following episodes. Um, so you don't have to listen to my annoying voice the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, let's just hop in. We've got two great panelists this week. The Baron and Baroness of House Kazemian Return. Welcome, Miles and Diana. How are you guys? Woo! Doing well. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks for having us oh. back. How's it going, Miles? How are you doing? Doing well, man. You know, approaching the holidays here, you know. Right, dealing right. with all the family stuff, all that. Yep. So <laughs> trying it, to hold on for good life. Is is this is this holiday season the one that you love the most, or is it kind of like is there another one that you kind of go for? So yeah, I've always loved the holiday like the winter holidays around this time, okay. but I do love like the fourth of July too because you get to have a crazy barbecue nice. and just be obnoxious the whole time. Yes. They so, certainly yeah, <laughs> Fourth of July, there's no there's always a good excuse to kinda of get buck wild and we mm-hmm. appreciate that. For sure. Love that. All right, Diana, what about you? What is your what's your favorite holiday? Well, uh, I like Halloween. There you go. Yeah. Although, but uh, never mind. Scratch that. I like Christmas the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little uh, nightmare before Christmas situation got going yeah. brewing over you know there. What? You're so right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What? Yeah. So Christmas over Halloween. Why is that? I just maybe it's the tunes. Maybe it's just the whole vibe, oh, like hot cocoa, warmth, love, presents, like yeah. It's There's not a small. lot, yeah. In terms of the, I would say Christmas will get best soundtrack if we're if we're really yeah. talking about it. Probably mm-hmm. best soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it feels like I don't I don't know where you guys stand on when you can start playing holiday music, but it does kind of feel sometimes that I missed the boat and I started pretty quickly. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. I want to listen to some nice jazz. Let's just put on some Christmas jazz. Oh yeah. Well, here we you go. know, Michael Bublé is usually loosed from his prison. <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving. That's right. Yeah. That's right. On the first yeah. of December, yeah. they they release the shackles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to be so jolly. 
<laughs> they, <laughs> yes, they sacrifice a gingerbread man in a copper bowl, and then and release release the hound. Oh yeah, and the Mariah Carey album too, bumping all the time for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> well, and to all of our listeners, whatever holiday you celebrate around this time of year, happiness to you and. Um, we were being very inclusive because the holidays, there's so much to celebrate. It's not just um, Christmas thanks and Thanksgiving. It's all these other ones. So um, big, big celebration time and love uh, to all of our listeners, whatever you celebrate. Um, but we are going to talk about some, a couple specific ones, aren't we, today? We've got a couple of great ones. And why don't we start with Diana? Diana, why don't you tell us what movie is the best holiday movie? What'd you bring? What's it about? What are we talking about here? Well, I brought in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is a Thanksgiving movie. Mm-hmm. And, or rather, I feel all year round, but Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just about this guy, Neil Page, uptight guy, businessman, bottom line, needs to be on time, very uptight. Um, trying to get home for Thanksgiving, that's the goal. And uh, hilarity ensues. I mean, he literally runs into John Candy's stuff. And and then all of a sudden, it's just them trying to figure out how are they going to get home? How are they going to get Neil home for Thanksgiving? And uh, stumbles upon Dell, who's played by John Candy. And it's just one of my favorite characters that John Candy plays because he's just so lovable. And just so you just want to be Dell's friend. You want to be around him. And... I don't know. This movie is just so, it's just, it's just so well written and just their dialogue together is just so good. All the scenes that, you know, they're kind of bicker. Well, they are fighting. Um, you know, Neil kind of tries to bring Dell down, you know, you, you know, just tells him that basically he's beneath him. Um, you know, tells all these boring stories and, you know, have a point and nobody wants to hear you talk. And, um, you know, Dell is, it's just, it's just a movie of like, I don't know. It's just about love and who you are and your personality, your charisma gets you farther than the dollar pretty much. And the whole reason that they got on the train and then the automobile was because of Dell and how he can just sell it. He can just sell his smile and just get him there and make it happen. And, um, you know, he has a lot of heart. And, again, the soundtrack is just so great. The song where they're cuddling on the bed and I'm back in baby love. It's so great. Yeah. um, Yeah, it's just, you know, wanting to be there with your family and, you know, just all together. And, you know, at the end when when Del is coming home with with Neil at the end and they introduce him to the family, it's like, it's just so good. It's just all about love and family yeah. and turkey and planes, trains, and automobiles, and it's just so good. I mean, and so many other movies wouldn't exa- wouldn't exist without this road trip movie. I mean, Tommy Boy, I don't think it'd be here without this one. So, I mean, it's oh, just so yeah. great. So. And said, so, you know what? For that, at this time, especially in these times, something to be thankful for. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, for topical. Sure. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, absolutely. It's it's that's so great. I think that uh, it is I've, for some reason for me that I, I just love 
the scene where he's singing Mess Around in the car. I don't know why that stuck with me so much, but that song is, is so good. <laughs> like, classic John Candy not shenanigans. I do get... Yeah, I thought I got a little confused for some reason in my head of like, wasn't he in like a, like they're in like a trailer or like a um like the back of a U-Haul? But that's Home Alone because well, that he are, also is in, in that. They are <laughs> in the back of a semi truck. Right, right, right. Yeah, but yes, Home Alone. Yeah, Home yeah. John Candy <laughs> finds himself in these predicaments often. Is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, there's something going on. Always, Always something, something going on. So can't quite <laughs> nail the tra- the transit. <laughs> during the holiday season that's yeah. so great okay so did you watch this movie uh when you were really young or was this like mm-hmm. something that you watched a little older and it's just like a it kind of started when i was a little probably a little bit older like middle mm-hmm. school probably and um yeah just it was always kind of on in the background but i never really watched it till probably i was way older mm-hmm. and just kind of understood the movie more and the, you know, the powerful dialogue that they have when they're having their fight in the hotel. And yeah. when Dell says, you know, I like me, my customers like me, you know, my wife likes me. It's like, you know, a very confident person. It's like, yes, you, you get them, <laughs> stick them with that. So, but uh, yeah, yeah it, just, it just makes me smile. And again, it's a movie that I can, it's like Breakfast Club. You can just throw it on and it's just so good. It's always entertaining. Any scene you look over, you're like, ah, I love it. So, yeah. Two very different families, but you know what? Yes, that's so yes. great. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, great. That's all. That's that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Miles, let's let's hear it. What did you bring? What's it about? Tell so, us more. So, Prancer. Prancer is one of those movies that not a lot of people have seen. It's not as widely known as some of the big Christmas movies, but anybody that you come across that has seen it is usually like, oh, man. I remember that movie because it just, it cuts, it cuts you right down the bone. So it's about this little girl named Jessie and she lives in a small town and Christmas is coming. She lives with her father played by Sam Elliott and her older brother on a small apple farm. And Jessie's obsessed with Christmas and listens to Christmas music and reads Christmas poems all year round. And most people in the small town, including her father and brother are very jaded at times and times are tough. And her father tries to sell a tractor, but he's offered like so little money and he's too proud. He doesn't even take the offer. Um, and then Jesse's walking home from school with her best friend one day and a fake reindeer falls from this like suspended Santa display above the middle of their main street. And it breaks on the ground. And Jesse surmises that it's Prancer that fell by where he was in line with the other reindeer that are up there. And later she actually comes across a reindeer who was hurt by a hunter and also surmises that he must be the real Prancer and that Santa's looking for him. So Jesse tells her best friend about Prancer (laughs) and she dismisses her, telling her that she doesn't believe in Santa Claus anymore. And Jesse's upset by this and says that if there's no Santa, then maybe there's no heaven. And her mom you find out died recently and if there's no you know heaven then where's her mom at and it's 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 just as much a movie about like understanding grief as much as it is about like believing in you know just believing in santa or just something um and and seeing the light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing like that Oh and my god! Yeah, it's intense, man. <laughs> it'll, it'll, yeah. it'll get you every time, and the, every and the little girl Jessie is so good in it. Like, like I said, you can't even 
tell she's acting most of the time. Sam Elliott's giving it his all. All the supporting cast is really great. And the music is just really haunting and good. It's done by Maurice Jarr, uh, who did Lawrence of Arabia and Dr. Zhivago and Enemy Mine. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it, just, it's, it has a very special place in my heart. Um, and my mom took my brother to see it. I was too young to go see it. I was, I was still pretty little, but in, in, they saw it in theaters. And they both cried. And every time we talk about it, they bring that up, how they both cried and stuff. And, yeah, no, it's it's just really, really good. Did you see it when you were a kid as well? Like, Yeah, I think it was, they used to show it. Like, it would make the rounds on, like, HBO when we oh, were okay. kids during the day. And I always remember watching it. And then um, hadn't seen it in a really long time. And then because of the internet, um, a few years back, I showed it to Diana for the first time. And we were just, like, bawling. Oh, yeah <laughs> it's a christmas story directed by like darren aronofsky or something it sounds yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it can get you going like you can tell aronofsky going. saw this at some point <laughs> <laughs> wow that's that's that's, that's not what i was ex- I, expecting because i again i also haven't seen this um that movie um mm. it, i'm one of those that you mentioned so it definitely feels like that would be something that would kind of cut deep. I feel like that isn't that's kind of what happens on the holiday, those holiday movies, you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's peeling back those, like not just the Santa layers, but something else. Oh know? yeah. And that's, that's why I especially like it too, is it's not the typical, uh, you know, fair when it comes to Christmas movies, it's like not somebody trying to find a toy or trying to get somewhere to see their family or, or right. you know, put on the perfect Christmas or, or something or get the right present. It's, it's, it's like a movie that you could watch kind of all year, kind of like planes, trains and automobiles and still get something out of it. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of what the, I was, that kind of leads me perfect to my perfect segue. Um, because for me, I think one of the, one, one of the features of a great holiday movie is how does it last throughout the year? Like, is it something that's more of like, okay, it came out to in the heat of like, just to catch a moment. And it's something that you kind of expect will happen. You can watch this. You just, you would expect this to be on like a TBS movie marathon, not necessarily something you would throw on whenever. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, so, I mean, like miles, you so you're saying, yeah, it's something that definitely kind of transcends the holiday a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I know Planes, Trains does that too. Oh yeah, uh, we, we watch that movie like all year long. Miles, defend yeah. your lane. Defend your lane, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stray. Yeah, yeah, no, it's no, yeah, yeah. It's 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 so good. Like she finds the reindeer. She's determined to nurse him back to health, and she wants to send to return him to Santa on the night before Christmas Eve at, on the Antler Ridge, which is like these cliffs above their town. Mm-hmm. And her father, you know, knows that she's like trying to find the deer. He doesn't know that she's hiding it in their barn. And he's mm-hmm. very angry that she's like so obsessed with this stuff and with the deer and not to her chores and schoolwork. And her brother and all the other kids think she's crazy. And then, um, you know, she very much cares for him. She convinces a local doctor to come and help her. And it gets even more intense. Like, uh, he doesn't oh want God, to yeah. help her because he's tired and, and, and he's she's like doctors never make anyone better it, it's like it, it keeps on letting out more and more about her mom being gone and stuff right um, yeah no and it's it's really cool because like she ends up like going to work for this old woman 
who's like kind of a recluse and doesn't want to go outside and she helps her like put up these Christmas lights and kind of get back into the spirit. And then eventually the whole town finds out that she's been watching Prancer and, and, and they all get back in the Christmas spirit. And, um, you know, she's still kind of fighting with her dad about it, but then something happens and, you know, her and her dad learn to love each other again and, and, you know, really see what's truly important. And it's like one of the most heartbreaking, like, scenes me and diana were falling niagara falls yeah it's just it's it's really really something special and I, I, love I love that scene. yeah and i and i mean and diana like then the other side like planes trains it's definitely I feel like, I mean, yeah, Thanksgiving seems like it's the setting that would make sense for this story, but it's Mm -hmm. not what's kind of defining the story. No, and for me, the reason why I can watch it all year round is because it's just so funny. Like, every every situation they're in, you're laughing at some point. Oh, man. And it's just, for me, that's what makes the movie just like, yeah, I'll just throw it on because I'm just going to laugh. And, um... Yeah, it's like Thanksgiving is the setting, and you know, I think the bottom line of the movie is just, yeah, you know, if you, I don't know, I guess heart, you know, you have a big heart that'll take you really far in life, and that's how Dell got there, you know, selling those shower curtain rings, and but it's his charisma and it's who he is, and you know, it's just, it's just so touching, and again, the, the hilarity, it's just, like, all the characters that, you know, the guy that picks him up, Owen, you know, I'm Owen, you know, it's, like, he's just so funny, like, you know, I, I can't even, the lady with the, you know, help me, I help you, and, like, he drops all those F-bombs, you know, it's, like, it's just, it's so good, the beginning, him running, chasing the cab with the Kevin Bacon, it's, like, it's all just so funny, but, for me, it just you can watch it all year round because you're just always gonna laugh. So maybe cry a little bit, but m- mostly laugh. So. <laughs> two, yeah, yeah, two ends <laughs> of the spectrum certainly. I mean, like you, you sometimes <laughs> you need a big old laugh and sometimes you need to cry. You know what? Yeah, oh, yeah. you got it. And then and a good holiday movie will give you both. Give you a good shot of both. Yeah, oh. that's what we love. That's what we love. <laughs> For sure. Another thing about holiday movies, I think, is is it definitive of that holiday? I think, and I think what. Because I, um, I don't know a lot of Thanksgiving movies. There are some, but you think of Planes, mm-hmm. Trains. And I think that for the for the fan base of Prancer, maybe, that there's like, oh, yeah, this is the movie. You want, you, like, you want to talk about, you know, the true meaning of Christmas and the spirit. I'm talking about a movie like Prancer where, where you're finding the elements of that holiday that give you the spirit more than just um, the material aspects of it. Um, what do you what do you think, uh, Diana? Like around like how it utilizes the holiday itself to tell the story. Is it is it indicative of that, or is it more of just like a setting? I think maybe like just the family, and maybe like the urgency of wanting to just be with you, just be with your family. I just got to get home. Like sometimes it, it's kind of like a little stressful, like especially on meals end. He's so uptight. You just can't go with the flow and. You know, I think in the end, it's just, yeah, you just want to be with your family. You just want to get there to Thanksgiving dinner and it'll all be fine. As long as you're just there and get there on time and it's all good. And, you know, I think at the end, you know, well, again, at the beginning, they have such their rough start. 
and even in the middle, very rough for them. But then at the end, you know, and then when Neil discovers that Dell has nowhere to go, he has no home, he has no wife, you know, he kind of realizes it's like, you know, it's just, it's just about being together. And then he just takes him home to be with his family and have a good Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, very yeah, totally. <laughs> and who doesn't Absolutely. want mashed potatoes? I mean, come on. So <laughs> Listen, you can't go wrong. No. And the gravy. No. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we, we totally. have a niece. We have a niece that won't touch mashed potatoes. I don't know what to do. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Miles is like, I have, I have to air something out. I have, I got to <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so great. I was this, uh, um, there was a recent documentary on Netflix that came out about the holiday movies that made us. Um, and it's a really good one. They had a good one about Elf where John Favreau was brought in to direct this movie and it was kind of up in the air. And when he was pitching how he was going to do it, he made it very some very specific claims about what he wanted this thing to do. He didn't want to use animation. He wanted to kind of reflect on Rankin-Bass specials. And the mm. thing that he really wanted was like, I want this to be a classic. You know, I want this thing to be watched and I want this to be a classic. What do you guys think? You guys, is are these classics? Are these movies oh, yeah. classics? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For sure. For yeah, sure. Miles. Miles, I'll start with you. Miles, classic or no? Absolutely, all the way, one hundred percent. This is a movie that no matter who you are, you could be the the Grinch, and by the end of this movie, you feel some kind of twinkle, some kind of sparkle. You know, I'm not a religious person, you know, at all. But when I watch this movie, it makes me feel the spirit of Christmas, like to the core of my existence. I love it. You catch the whole, you catch the Holy ghost when you watch this movie. I love yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> That's so great. What about you, Diana? Is it a classic? Is it, just for the fact that it's so quotable, like there's just so many quotes that, you know, so many scenes, you know, you know, welcome to Marathon. How may I help you? Like, and then just the F-bombs and the F-bomb and that. And, you know, it's just the quotes alone make it a classic. You know, you remember that. It sticks with you. Yeah. Definitely sticks with you. I feel like mm-hmm. especially, I mean, with the music, if you talked about the music uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. The music especially just like, I mean, carrying a little bit of weight with the movie and this in the, with the story itself. I feel like it's, it yeah. both, I mean, it feels like this, it, that's also kind of an important part of a holiday movie is like, mm-hmm. is it, you know, that's <clears throat> the music that kind of is reminiscent of the time that you're, of what you're listening to, of what you're watching, you know? And I feel yeah. like in France, or you, I don't know how much they leaned into Christmas carols, uh, for the soundtrack from oh, that from it, the gentleman, there's a ton of uh, they sing a lot of hymns throughout. Oh, it's a, okay. a lot of, yeah, and there's a lot of Christmas music playing in the movie, but the score itself is so enchanting. It's a mixture of a classic orchestra, but also some like '80s um, kind of synth and stuff, and it's it really puts you in in a time and a place. It's it's really yeah. special, and I think I just realized like. <laughs> the, it's called Prancer because of the deer, but also because she's like this kind of little the girl is this dancing character that's always so positive and cheery and, and loving while ever, even while everybody else is so just, uh, I hate, 
I hate everything, you know? So is everyone like, else kind of like Dickensian grief and she's like this like, yeah. beautiful spirit? Oh, that's awesome. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Scores. <laughs> so, the score, yeah, so the score matches her, like, a good little bursts of joy from her. For sure. I love that. That's awesome. You don't really get that in, in, in like, scores like that. I mean, either they just fully lean into, like, holiday stuff and it's a lot of jingle bells. Oh, yeah. I miss when, you know, I, I was thinking about doing Scrooge for this, and I miss when mm-hmm. they used to have, like, a companion, like, single come out with the movie, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, famous artist does a song for a movie like we just watched ghostbusters 2 and they had the bobby brown song for that one it was so good and then Scrooge <laughs> had annie lennox and uh what's his name oh i can't believe i'm forgetting his name uh al green oh that, nice that rendition of, uh, uh what is it uh I'm, I'm missing the name of the song but man i, I miss that when they had a tie-in like single with these movies yeah it's 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 kind of a a artifact of a bygone time i mean they still do have some i mean obviously like most disney movies will have a whole damn soundtrack but you know you, you, every now and then you get a good uh get a good maybe like little accompanying track mm-hmm. it's nice yeah. i don't know if there was one for planes trains was there Probably. um the only song i can think of is the one where they're cuddling I'm mm-hmm. babies of, and then there's the Ray Charles, when he's doing the car dance, pretty yeah. much around. I always think about that Dream Academy song. It's like the instrumental version it plays during all the kind of emotional scenes in the movie. Yeah. And John Hughes used a lot of Dream Academy tracks in his movies, like in Ferris Bueller oh. when they're in the uh, museum. It's a Dream Academy. Oh, yeah. When he's looking uh, at the uh, paintings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Did it, yeah, did it feel like a John Hughes movie when you were watching it? I mean, I don't know how many R-rated movies he did. Um, was Breakfast Club R? I, I think, think it was. So? Subject matter. Oh. <laughs> but did it feel like a? Did it feel like it? I think so. I hear it's all supposed to be in the same universe with like Ferris Bueller mm-hmm. and really? Home Alone. Yeah, I think they're all supposed to be in Chicago somewhere. Um the sticky bandits are around in like these (laughs) (laughs) in these other movies huh (laughs) (laughs) ferris's dad is in the scene with neil in the beginning when he asks to go catch a plane Uh uh-huh you'll never make the six you'll never make the six yeah yeah okay wow so there's an extended there's an extended cinematic universe around planes yeah It's all intertwined, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then for for Prancer, it's more of like more sadder movies <laughs> that are in oh, its yeah. universe. Yeah, it's part of the Aronofsky verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I love that. I love that these I, these are really great choices. I I also I like the spectrum of um, of emotion that comes with it. I feel like that's, that's always super important. I mean, you can kind of, Matthew McConaughey says this, I love it. You can kind of live in like the clouds, you know, live in the fairy, yeah. you know, the dreams. And then you never really get down to the realness in a lot of these movies or like they try to, but it never really gets to a point where you're actually delving into something fun or deep. Um, and it's nice that I, I, it's cool to like be 
have movies like that that reflect that because it really is kind of what you would expect in a holiday movie when you're watching it with your family to, you know, feel something with them and, you know, imbue yourself with that spirit a little bit, Mm -hmm. connect with each other. And I think that's, what's really cool about it. Like I'd be connecting, I mean, Diana, you're saying connecting with the laughs and miles with the, with the tears, but you're still like, you're bringing it in your connecting. Yeah. It's all good things. Brings you together, which is the holidays. So, Which is exactly what we want to hear in the holidays. That's so great. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming, but there can only be one. And this is, as I don't know if you recognize, but we, we play by Highlander rules here. So um, there can only be one. But you guys, thank you. You guys brought such good arguments. I love that these movies are on the table. I love that they're different. Um, but for going by our arguments... Our winner today, Diana, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yay! Wonderful. I think it. I think that it's. It. You're totally right. It. That the movie. I think the, the what you were talking about with, you know, the way it strikes that balance is super. It's. It's so key and, um, and especially for when you think about it as like a classic for the holiday, um, thanks and Thanksgiving. I think that it definitely does it. It definitely does it right. Um. Miles, I really want to watch this movie now. I don't normally want to watch sad movies, but I don't know. There's something about like the un the unadulterated ambition and drive of a child that will mm-hmm. always make me cry. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, and there's there's some serious funny parts too. Like oh yeah, we, we were you know we laughed. Like there's a part where she goes to see Santa. I don't want to ruin it. Like she goes to see okay. Santa in the mall, and then yeah, there's some great stuff in there. She's just such a it. great character. You you got to check it out, man. You're gonna love it. Okay, yeah, I absolutely will. I think that's that's always really fun. I think exploring the different sides of of, of those of holidays in general. I think that's always great. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much, Miles, Dana. I hope you guys do have a fantastic holiday season. It's full of love. You guys get to laugh together, cry together, love together. That's all we want, right? That's all we oh, need. Yeah. That's all we have to have because it's crazy out here. (laughs) But you know what? Our big, big thanks to our panelists, Miles and Diana. I'm Quasi Phillips. A big thank you to all of our listeners. Please tune in again as we look at another movie on our regularly scheduled 24 Flames episode. For more information about our extra content, our Patreon, or any extra 24 Flames goodies, you can follow us on social media at 24FlamesPod and give us a rate on any platform you get your podcasts. Partyfish Media is produced by me, Robert Spirakel Horkis and Will Paulson. Show music was created by Rob Joins and Will Paulson. We just released a brand new website, partyfish.media. Check it out at partyfish.media. You can follow us there and any of the great podcasts on our platform by looking at uh, not only our website, but at Partyfish Media on social. Thank you so much. You guys have a great happy holidays. I really look forward to watching some great movies during this time and feasting on some ham. I'm ready for it. It's time. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.
Partyfish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliot Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.